How do you create good new habits? And how do you break those bad habits? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about in the episode today. I'm sharing another chapter from my book, Building the Invincible You. And this is all about living and working intentionally. So I'm going to share some of the research around habit building and habit breaking and the tasks that you need to do every day to make progress on your plans. This is Invincible Life, and I'm Larry Cornett. So if you've been following my other podcast and newsletter, Invincible Career, I made an announcement that I'm actually going to be splitting that into three different newsletters, three different podcasts. Uh, And so one is going to continue to be all about career and uh, professional development. That's Invincible Career. And the new one, uh, one of the new ones that I'm creating is this one. This is called Invincible Life. And this is about personal development. And it's where I'm going to share the draft chapters from the book that I've been writing, Building the Invincible You. And I made this decision because it seemed like I was blending a little too much information into the Invincible Career podcast. So there was a lot of information about professional development, finding a job, getting promoted, dealing with coworkers, you know, how to uh, get a raise, all that stuff that you deal with for your professional career. But I also included a lot of information about personal development because I do think it's an important part of your career development, but not everyone wants to hear that as part of a career podcast and read about that in a career newsletter. Um, So that's why I have created this podcast. It's a new one, but I'm going to be moving the, the book over here and sharing chapters from that and continuing to talk about personal development and about personal growth and how to get more of what you want out of life. Because I think life is more than just work, obviously. And so this is the other half of the equation. This is all about life. So I'm going to read a little bit from this latest chapter. Um, I've been reading multiple chapters, I think. Let me see what chapter this one is. This is actually chapter 10. So I've already shared like nine previous chapters on the Invincible Career Podcast. And this one is about living and working intentionally. So it starts with a quote from Aristotle, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And as I discussed in the the previous chapter about making your plans, yeah, plans are valuable. You need plans to make progress to your goals. But without execution, your plans will be useless, right? And I interviewed someone for my uh, Invincible Career podcast once who felt like he had no choice but to change his life to achieve his significant goal of changing careers. His job involved a great deal of physical labor and it was destroying his body. He had some injuries, it was causing increasing pain, and he could see that the end of the road was coming. It would soon prevent him from being able to make a living. 
His name is Sam Sycamore, and you can hear his story in his own words if you check out issue number 291 of my Invincible Career Newsletter and Podcast, uh, where I interviewed him. But he pivoted from being a carpenter doing outdoor landscaping work to a successful web developer in less than a year. How did he make such a massive career change, such a massive life change? Well, he taught himself front-end web development, JavaScript, while living off-grid in his truck camper. (laughs) Uh, he's, He's an interesting guy. He created the daily habit of getting up at 4 a.m. every morning to spend two hours learning and practicing web development. Later, he added more time during the nights and weekends for about four to five months before landing his first two clients. He also emphasized the power of community and putting yourself out there. He's built a sizable following on Twitter. But without those daily habits, who knows where Sam would be today? His life has completely changed, completely changed, and he loves his new career. Our brain loves habits. They automate behaviors and reactions, and that reduces cognitive load, and it conserves your brain energy for other activities. If everything you did every day required intense focus and cognitive energy, You could never move beyond those tasks to engage in more complex tasks and achieve greater goals. You can take advantage of this wonderful system to create new habits that will help you make steady progress toward your most important goals. In the previous chapter that I was just describing, you you created plans for the next few months. Now you need to break those plans down into daily habits that will ensure your inevitable success. I had to apply this very strategy to write this book. For years, I struggled with making progress. Publishing this book was on my to-do list. I had a fuzzy goal in mind, but I never forced myself to turn writing it into a consistent habit. I'd only write when I felt inspired. Well, let me tell you something. (laughs) If you only do something when you feel inspired, your odds of success are pretty low. Life gets in the way. We often feel tired and overwhelmed. So the last thing we want to do is make more work for ourselves. However, when I finally created a a daily habit of writing a little every day and publishing a chapter every two weeks, the magic of habits kicked in. And now this book is getting written. It's going to soon be in your hands. So let's make some of this same magic happen for you. Let's figure out what your daily habits need to be to make steady progress and achieve your life goals. Now, if you want to read this draft chapter, you can go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me. That's .me. This is book chapter, Living and Working Intentionally, issue number eight. So that's newsletter.invinciblelife.me.
So I want to talk a little bit about Atomic Habits. Have you heard of that? Have you read that book? James Clear is the author of Atomic Habits, and he's a proponent of habits over goals and plans. He says, commit to a process, not a goal. Daily habits are indeed part of the process when you want to make a change in your life. I do like setting goals. So I, I'm a fan of goals. And I like to set goals as kind of a flag on the horizon to help you chart your direction and track your progress. But your odds of success improve when you create a system and a daily process of putting in the work. And there's a quote I shared from James Clear. Everything I write about from procrastination and productivity to strength and nutrition starts with better habits. When you learn to transform your habits, you can transform your life. In his book, he shares the powerful example that if you get just 1% better at something every day, you'll end up with results that are almost 37 times better in a year. Making consistent, slight improvements through your daily habits compound into massive change over time. Tiny changes make a huge difference. His habit loop framework has four steps. Number one, cue. Two, craving. Three, response. And four, reward. If you want to transform your habits to add good ones and eliminate bad ones, you apply his four laws of behavior change. And I summarize that in a table in the book. So if you look at each part of that habit loop, like cue, How do you create a good habit? Well, you make the cue obvious. Make it more obvious. Put it in your face. How do you break a bad habit? Make it invisible. So you take that cue and you try to get it out of your house, get it out of your face, make it hard to find. That's why some people put their smartphones up on top of a bookshelf and hide the stepladder when they want to start writing. Second part of that habit loop, craving. How do you create a good habit? Make it attractive. Make the habit attractive so it's easy to crave. How do you break a bad habit? Make it unattractive. Make it unpleasant. And then the response, what is it that you do in response to the cue and craving? You make it easy to create a good habit. Make it as easy as possible. Reduce the friction. And how do you break a bad habit? Make it difficult. And again, that's why you would hide your smartphone if you want to get some work done. And if you want to start exercising more, if you want to make it easier, you get your workout clothes ready and lay them out in the morning so it's super easy to get dressed and go work out. And then the final part of that habit loop, the reward, how do you create a good habit? We'll make it satisfying. And how do you break a bad habit? You have to somehow make the reward unsatisfying. Now, Atomic Habits is an excellent book. I refer to it often. I highly recommend that you check it out. I mean, I've only scratched the surface of his strategies for building new habits here. So, I mean, that was a very high-level summary. But I hope this gives you some ideas for how you can transform your daily activities to make more time 
for the work you need to do to make progress on your plans. What consistent habits will help you achieve your goals? What are the actions that you can take each day, no matter how small, that will bring you closer and closer to what you wish to achieve? Some examples to give you a sense of how habits come into play. If you have a fitness goal, you'll want to create a daily habit of exercise. So you could say, I walk for 60 minutes every evening. Every single evening. Make it a habit. Make it easy to get dressed and put those shoes on. If your goal is to write a book, you'll want to stick to a daily habit of writing at least a specific number of words. For example, Ernest Hemingway wrote 500 words a day. That was his habit. If your goal is to give a talk in front of an audience, you want to do some public speaking, you'll want to establish a daily habit of writing your material, editing the presentation, and rehearsing every single day. You'll practice your 30-minute talk every afternoon, even for a little bit. If your goal is to find a new job, you need a daily habit of messaging at least one person in your extended network. Get in touch with people. I talk about this all the time, that every great job I ever had came through my network. And basically, that's letting trusted people know what you're looking for in your next career move. So you have to make that a habit. And a final example, if your goal is to get promoted, you want to get promoted at work. Make a daily habit of documenting your project successes, your key wins, and other information to build your case. I used to do this. Save quotes from emails when someone praises your contribution. So tracking stuff in a running document. So you have a little bit of information every day. And by the end of a quarter or six months, you have quite a bit of information to make the case for your promotion. You have to make that a daily habit though. So coming back to that, you know, Aristotle quote, excellence is an art won by training and habituation. We do not act rightly because we have virtue or excellence, but we rather have those because we have acted rightly. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I mean, we are defined by how we live our daily lives. We become a reflection of our daily habits. If you do something every day, you become that thing, even if no one else grants you that title or that label. For example, if you paint every day, you are a painter. Even if no other person sees your work, you don't need to sell your work to claim that you're an artist, that you paint. You can become a writer through the daily habit of writing. You do not have to wait until you are a published author to claim that you're a writer. You don't need someone else to say that you are one. You can become an athlete through the daily habit of exercise. You don't have to participate on the field or win a game or claim that you are an athlete. You become one through your daily habits. And you you can become a great leader through the daily habit of excellent leadership practice. You don't need a formal title from a company. Authentic leadership, the kind that inspires people to follow you, is earned through your consistent behavior, actions, and habits. Many people are granted leadership titles, yet they are not great leaders. 
If you want to learn more about habits, you may also be interested in BJ Fogg's research at Stanford University. Um, I'd link that uh, information. It's in his book, Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything. And so, yeah, if you go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me and find book chapter, Living and Working Intentionally, you can find links to these books if you haven't already read these books or you haven't heard of uh, James or BJ. Um, he has something he calls the fog behavior model. And that is B equals M times A times P. B equals MAP. His explanation of the model is behavior happens when motivation, ability, and a prompt come together at the same moment. So it sounds very similar to James Clear's model. So, I mean, much like that model, this is something you can use to understand and manage your own habits. And Dr. Fogg has a lot of information about this model uh, in the book, and it's on his website too. You will make progress one day at a time. Breaking your goal down into bite-sized daily steps, you know, tiny habits, atomic habits, will help you accomplish this goal that matters so much to you. Whatever that goal is that means the most to you. So first you have to identify your daily habits. I mean, what is it you need to do? So first, a word of warning. (laughs) It won't always be fun to practice the same habits day after day. Matter of fact, it can often feel like a monotonous grind. But that's how you improve. That's how you make progress. As Cal Newport said in his book, Be So Good They Can't Ignore You, um, this is a part of his book, deliberate practice is often the opposite of enjoyable. And it is. I've certainly experienced this with my writing habits. I often have weeks where I feel like I'm walking through quicksand to grind through a chapter. I recently experienced that. It was a habit. It's a habit of writing. I didn't say it was fun. It's not. This has also happened to me with my exercise and weightlifting. I don't make progress on my lifts and build strength by jumping around from fun exercise to fun exercise. I've been primarily doing the same three lifts, you know, deadlift, squat, bench press, same three lifts day after day, week after week for over 12 years. I mean, no one said that achieving great things would be easy. Making a positive change in your life isn't always easy. Chasing your dreams and reaching your most important life goals won't always be fun. But if you really want to live an invincible life that few rarely achieve, it's worth putting in the hard work every day. As you look at your daily commitments and think about the habits you'd like to add for yourself, don't be afraid to pay yourself first. You deserve your precious and finite time more than anyone else. And that's what I mean by pay yourself first. Give yourself 
your precious time first. You deserve it more than your employer, your coworkers, even your friends. You have to live with you and experience the life you're creating. Why not make it as good as it can be? So, what do your daily habits need to be to make steady progress on the plans you created? What can you reasonably add to your days? Anything that happens less often than daily really isn't a habit. So for now, don't bother with identifying tasks that occur less frequently than that. But now I want to dive into some strategies for weaving your new habits into the routine of your day. Because I have a better suggestion than relying on sticky notes or a to-do list. That is your calendar. Your calendar is your ally. And I have a quote from Ryan Holiday. I really enjoy his books. We only have so much energy for our work, for our relationships, for ourselves. A smart person understands this and guards it carefully. Meanwhile, idiots focus on marginal productivity hacks and gains while they leak out energy each passing day. Nothing slows you down more than spreading your attention and energy too thin. We all think that we can multitask and accomplish more in less time. It makes us feel good to be so productive. But human beings fail at successfully dividing our attention. Not only are we poor multitaskers, but we also get stuck in a rut of doing and being busy without really thinking about the why. A lack of clear purpose, vague goals, and diffusion of effort all lead to rapid progress towards a meaningless destination or a slower march toward a goal that truly matters. Defending your precious time, energy, and resources is only the first step. The next critical step is to take your your valuable pool of resources and tightly focus them on accomplishing a singular aim. However, it will be difficult to reclaim your time if you don't track how you spend it. We often think that we know how we spend our time every day. Just like we think we know how we spend our money. But the details surprise many people when they keep a time journal. So try this. Track everything for at least a week or two. A couple weeks would be best. Track your sleep, your morning rituals, you know, showering, eating breakfast, watching the news, reading the news, whatever it is you do. Exercise, commute times. Do you uh, drive, take the train? How you spend all of your time at work. How often you browse the web, the news, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. When you take breaks, the recreation you engage in, your lunch, your dinner, and then your evening activities too. You know, do you read? Do you watch Netflix? Do you scroll social media on your phone? Many of us 
work and play on our digital devices. And some tools can help with this time tracking. iOS has screen time, Android has digital well-being, and they provide useful reports of how much time you're spending on your mobile devices. You can see the daily average plus a history of your daily and weekly trends. Uh, it's a little sobering. You can also review the time spent by category. So social networking, productivity, creativity, and by specific apps like Instagram, Slack, Twitter. It might be eye-opening for you. I know it was for me. I, for example, tend to spend too much time on Instagram. You know, checking the report each week reminds me to dial it down. I'll see that and be like, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. Once you know how you are spending the 24 hours of your day, you can then decide the best ways to allocate, allocate that time. Invest your time in things that are important to you. Take time back from activities that really don't deserve it. There are a few things more powerful than a focused person with an intense drive to achieve a singular goal. Use your calendar to dedicate time and protect it for the things that matter. It requires saying no to other people, but it also requires saying no to yourself and letting some things go. Some of your projects have to be shelved, no matter how much you love them, if it's not a priority. I use appointments on my daily calendar, my daily calendar to maintain focus. I block off time on my schedule for the things that I know I need to be productive. That includes writing, exercise, breaks to recharge, time in nature, dinner with my family, and a reasonable amount of sleep. To-do list might work for you, but they don't work for me. They don't work for many people. Adding items to a list just doesn't set you up for success. Those lists grow larger and larger every day. I have a few massive running lists in Evernote with some items that date back over 10 years. I often forget to review the list because it's not in my face. You know, I have to dig around to get to it. And then when I do, I get overwhelmed and stressed about how much there is to do. A few years ago, I gave up on the activity of to-do list and tapped into the power of using my calendar. So instead of trying to squeeze more hours into the day to start new habits, I repurposed time on my calendar. Habits, tasks, and activities won't happen without a time budget. You can't magically get additional things done if your day is full of work and other obligations, if it's completely full ruthlessly examine your daily calendar and decide what you need to eliminate or reduce to make time for your new habits, for the new good habits that will help you achieve your goals. For example, replace an hour of Netflix with an hour of reading, research, and planning. Replace 30 minutes of scrolling social media in the morning with 30 minutes of writing. Replace an hour of browsing YouTube and the web with an hour of exercise. So there's another another strategy I want to talk about. It's called time blocking. Um, in Deep Work Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World by Cal Newport, he describes how valuable, meaningful, and rare it is to find the time you need to focus and work deeply. And he defines deep work as professional activities performed 
in a state of distraction-free concentration that push your cognitive capabilities to the limit. These efforts create new value, improve your skill, and are hard to replicate. However, we all can't disappear into the woods like Henry David Thoreau, avoid humanity, and focus 100% on our life's work. We need to weave our time for deep work into our other commitments. But I'm sure you've already discovered that meaningful deep work can't be accomplished in 30 minutes or even one-hour appointments on your calendar. It takes time to block out distractions, get back on task, and flow into a productive working state. And if you're lucky, you may slip into a moment of flow state where your work feels almost effortless. And I don't know if you're familiar with flow. There are eight characteristics. One is complete concentration on the task. Two is clarity of goals and reward in mind and immediate feedback. Three is that transformation of time, that it speeds up or slows down. Four is the experience is intrinsically rewarding as an end to itself. Five, effortlessness and ease. Six, there is a balance between challenge and skills. Seven, actions and awareness are merged, losing self-conscious rumination. And eight, there is a feeling of control over the task. That's all the characteristics of when you go into flow state, which is, it's amazing when it happens. However, research has found that it takes about 30 minutes to get back on track after an interruption. We also experience significantly higher stress, frustration, and pressure when someone interrupts us while we're trying to perform a task. I mean, no wonder we feel like we never get caught up with our work because our modern working lives are full of constant interruptions. If you're in a workplace, someone frequently stops by your desk at home We face frequent distractions if we don't isolate ourselves. Finally, our smartphones, those things in our pockets, bombard us with tempting and annoying app notifications, alerts, audio signals, all of it that tugs at our attention. Over the years, I've experimented with how I schedule time for my productive work. I used to squeeze tasks in between meetings, try to get it done first thing in the morning or later in the evening. But it was typically in kind of one-hour blocks, one-hour appointments. Unfortunately, that's barely enough time to get into the task, ramp up, and jump away into the next meeting or commitment. It was only after I shifted to strategies of time blocking and day theming, that's something that Jack Dorsey does, that I could make significant progress on my larger and more meaningful task. Writing this book is an example. When I carved out an entire day to focus on writing, it started coming together. Before that, I struggled for years to make progress. Now, I use time blocking to ensure that I have dedicated calendar time for my most important activities. Otherwise, Urgent little things creep in and steal away my days. Before you know it, the day's over. You're like, I didn't get anything done today. So, for example, I set up recurring daily time blocks for morning journaling. 
reading and writing, exercise, marketing activities like posting on social media and LinkedIn, time with my clients and my community, time with my family, capturing thoughts every evening and planning the next day. Now, before you think I'm some sort of micromanaging freak, I don't schedule every single hour of every day. I do have flexibility on the weekends and here and there throughout the week, but I do protect my time. I protect my time for the tasks that help me achieve my goals and live a better life. Another quote from Cal Newport. Sometimes people ask why I bother with such a detailed level of planning. My answer is simple. It generates a massive amount of productivity. A 40-hour time-blocked work week, I estimate, produces the same amount of output as a 60-plus-hour work week pursued without structure. And it's true. You've probably seen it yourself. If you want to live an invincible life, you need to aggressively protect and manage your time, attention, and energy as your most precious resources. You got to eliminate energy vampires, those people that drag you down. You got to delegate tasks and activities that you don't want to do or should not be doing. And you can't let other people force themselves into your working moments or your life. You know, set up, do not disturb on your phone. Let calls go to voicemail. Respond to messages and email in batches, not when they come in. That's something for you to think about. What what do you want to add? What habits do you want to add to your daily schedule? Because this time-blocking strategy can help you reclaim your time and freedom to focus on what matters the most to you. You will want to block time for some daily recurring task, but you can schedule other activities less frequently. So the rest of this chapter, I talk about weekly schedules and goals. These are things that don't need to be daily habits. You know, like I don't need to record this podcast every single day. Uh, Talk about eliminating bad habits. How do you do that? How do you eliminate wasted time? And there's some excellent information from Charles Duhigg. I think it's Duhigg. He wrote a book called The Power of Habit. Um. Also talked about how you can create your own invincible mornings. Like what is the schedule that you want? Ryan Holiday has a morning schedule. Tim Ferriss has a morning schedule. I have a morning schedule that I stick to to make sure I focus on what matters most to me. And then I also talk about invincible evenings. That's something I've written about before. How do you set your evenings up so that you have a good ritual to help get yourself ready for the next day to reflect back on the day to plan tomorrow, uh, communicate with your future self and do something so you can sleep better at night. Cause a lot of people are spending so much time on their phones at night and they're wondering why they can't sleep. You know, cause basically all of this, the reason I wrote this chapter is that habits make change easier and making a positive change in your life does require these habits Your daily tasks, your daily habits will make it easier to execute your plans and make progress towards your goals. It feels good to be productive, of course. So it is good, but you do 
you risk burning out if you try to become a productivity machine. <laughs> and so people try. If you try to do that and never take a break or make time for fun, as they say, life is about the journey, not the destination. So in the next chapter I'm writing, I'm going to talk about how you can invest in yourself and take care of your mental, emotional, and physical health along the way. So I am looking forward to sharing more of the book with you here on this podcast, the Invincible Life Podcast. If you want to become a subscriber to the newsletter so that you can read the chapters as they come out, go to newsletter.invinciblelife.me. Um, thanks for listening. You know, I appreciate having you as a listener. And if you have the time, just take a couple minutes. You can leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever player it is you use. I really appreciate that. So until next time, the best of luck to you in pursuing your dreams and accomplishing the goals that you want for your life.